welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year. My name is Sophia, and I will be reading for you today. Today, I'll be reading for Tuesday, the 9th of November, which is the 5th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar, and the Torah portion is called Vayetze, which means he went out. Our first portion for today is Genesis 29, 18 through 30, verse 13. But before we start reading, we're going to bless the Lord and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Yaakov loved Rachel, and he said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. Lavan said, It is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to another man. Stay with me. Yaakov served seven years for Rachel. They seemed to him but a few days, but the love he had for the love he had for her. Then Yaakov said to Lavan, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go into her. So Lavan gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. In the evening he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Yaakov, and he went into her. Lavan gave Zilpah, his servant, to his daughter Leah for a servant. In the morning, behold, it was Leah. He said to Lavan, What is this you have done to me? Did I not serve with you for Achel? Why then have you deceived me? Lavan said, It is not done so in our place to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill the week of this one, and we will give you the other also, for the service which you will serve with me for seven more years. Yaakov did so, and fulfilled her week. And he gave him Rachel his daughter as a wife. Lavan gave Bilcha, his servant, to his daughter Rachel, to be her servant. Then he also went in to Rachel, and he also loved Rachel more than Leah, and served with him seven more years. When the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. Leah conceived and bore a son, and she named him Reuven, for she said, Because the Lord has looked at my affliction, for now my husband will love me. And she conceived again and bore a son, and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am hated, he has therefore given me this son also. She named him Shimon. And she conceived again and bore a son. She said, Now, this time, my husband will be joined to me, because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, his name was called Levi. And she conceived again and bore a son. She said, This time I will praise the Lord. Therefore she named him Yehuda. Then she stopped bearing. When Rachel saw that she bore Yaakov no children, Rachel envied her sister. She said to Yaakov, Give me children, or else I will die. Yaakov's anger burned against Rachel, and he said, Am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? She said, Behold, my maid Bilcha, go into her, 
that she may bear on my knees, and I also may obtain children by her. She gave him Bilha, her servant as wife, and Yaakov went in to her. Bilha conceived and bore Yaakov a son. Rachel said, God has judged me and has also heard my voice and has given me a son. Therefore she called his name Dan. Rachel's servant Bilha conceived again and bore Yaakov a second son. Then Rachel said, I have wrestled with my sister with mighty wrestlings and have prevailed. And she named him Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had finished bearing, she took Zilpah, her servant, and gave her to Yaakov as a wife. Leah's servant Zilpah bore Yaakov a son. Then Leah said, How fortunate! She named him Gad. Leah's servant Zilpah bore Yaakov a second son. Then Leah said, Happy am I, for the daughters will call me happy. She named him Asher. That was Genesis twenty nine eighteen through 30, verse 13. Our next portion is from the prophets, and it is Judges chapter 16. Shimshon went to Aza and saw there a prostitute, and went into her. When the Gazites were told, Shimshon is here, they surrounded him, and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city, and were quiet all the night, saying, Wait until morning light, then we will kill him. But Shimshon lay until midnight, then arose at midnight, and took hold of the doors of the gate of the city, with the two posts, and plucked them up, bar and all, and put them on his shoulders, and carried them up to the top of the mountain that is before Hebron. And it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Soek, whose name was Delilah. And the Lord the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Entice him, and see in which his great strength lies, and by what means we may prevail against him, that we may bind him to afflict him, and we will each give you eleven hundred pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Shimshon, Please, tell me where your great strength lies, and what you might be bound to afflict you. Shimshon said to her, If they bind me with seven green cords that were never dried, then shall I become weak and be as another man. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven green cords which had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now she had an ambush waiting in the inner room. She said to him, The Philistines are on you, Shimshon. But he broke the cords as a flax thread is broken when it touches the fire. So the secret of his strength was not known. Delilah said to Shimshon, Behold, you have mocked me and told me lies. Now please tell me how you might be bound. And he said to her, If they only bind me with new ropes, with which no work has been done, then shall I become weak and be as another man. So Delilah took new ropes and bound him with them. Then said to him, The Philistines are on you, Shimshon. The ambush was waiting in the inner room, but he broke them off his arms like a thread. Delilah said to Shimshon, Until now you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me with what you might be bound. He said to her, If you weave the seven locks of my head with the fabric on the loom, she fastened it with a pin and said to him, The Philistines are on you, Shimshon. 
he awakened out of his sleep and plucked away the pin of the beam and the fabric. She said to him, How can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times and have not told me where your great strength lies. When she pressed him daily with her words and urged him, his soul was troubled to death. He told her all his heart and said to her, No razor has ever come on my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaved, then my strength will go from me and I will become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he has told me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hand. She made him sleep on her knees, and she called for a man, and shaved off the seven locks of his head, and she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. And she said, The Philistines are upon you, Shimshon. He awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. The Philistines laid hold on him and put out his eyes, and they brought him down to Aza and bound him with fetters of bronze, and he ground at the mill in the prison. However, the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaved. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered together to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon, their god, and to rejoice, for they said, Our god has delivered Shimshon, our enemy, into our hand. And when the people saw him, they praised their god, for they said, Our god has delivered our enemy into our hands, and the destroyer of our country, who has slain many of us. And it came to pass, when their hearts were merry, that they said, Call for Shimshon, that he may entertain us. So they called for Shimshon out of the prison, and he performed before them. They set him between the pillars, and Shimshon said to the boy who held him by the hand, Allow me to feel the pillars on which the house rests, that I may lean against them. Now the house was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there, and there were on the roof about three thousand men and women, who saw while Shimshon performed. Then Shimshon called to the Lord and said, Lord, my Lord, remember me, please, and strengthen me. Please only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. Shimshon took hold of the two middle pillars on which the house rested and leaned on them, the one with his right hand and the other with his left. And Shimshon said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell on the lords and on all the people who were in it. So the dead that he killed at his death were more than those who he killed in his life. Then his brothers and all the house of his father came down and took him, and brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Eshtaol in the burial site of Manoah his father. So he judged Israel twenty years. That was Judges chapter 16. Our next portion is from the writings, and it is Psalm 37. By David, do not fret because of evildoers, neither be envious against those who work unrighteousness, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. 
dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Also delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine out like light, and your justice as the noonday sun. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who makes wicked plots happen. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil doing. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. For yet a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Yes, though you look for his place, he is not there. But the humble shall inherit the land, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of shalom. The wicked plots against the just, and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword, and bent their bow, to cast down the poor and needy, to kill those who are upright on the path. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. Better is a little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the perfect. Their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be disappointed in the time of evil. In the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish. The enemies of the Lord shall be like the beauty of the fields. They will, they will vanish, vanish like smoke. The wicked borrow and do not pay back but the righteous give generously. For such as are blessed by him shall inherit the land. Those who are cursed by him shall be cut off. A man's steps are established by the Lord. He delights in his way. Though he stumble, he shall not fall, for the Lord holds him up with his hand. I have been young, and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All day long he deals graciously and lends. His offspring is blessed. Depart from evil and do good. Live securely forever. For the Lord loves justice. He does not forsake his pious ones. They are preserved forever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and live in it forever. The mouth of the righteous talks of wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The Torah of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watch the righteous and seek to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked in great power, spreading himself like a green tree in its native soil. But he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Yes, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man, and see the upright, for there is a future for the man of Shalom. As for transgressors, they shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their stronghold in the name of in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and rescues them. He rescues them from the wicked and saves them, because they have taken refuge in him.
That was Psalm 37. Our next and last scripture is Matthew 27, verse 1 through 31. Now when morning had come, all the chief Guanim and the elders of the people took counsel against Yeshua to put him to death. And they bound him and led him away, and delivered him up to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Yehuda, who betrayed him, when he saw that Yeshua was condemned, felt remorse, and brought back the thirty pieces of silver to the chief Guanim and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I betrayed innocent blood. But they said, What is that to us? You see to it. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the sanctuary and departed. He went away and hanged himself. But the chief Quanim took the pieces of silver and said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, since it is the price of blood. So they took counsel and bought the potter's field with them to bury strangers in. Therefore that field was called a field of blood to this day. Then that which was spoken through Yirmiyahu the prophet was fulfilled, saying, They took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him upon which um, whom a price had been set, whom some of the sons of Israel priced, and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord commanded me. Now Yeshua stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? Yeshua said to him, so you say. When he was accused by the chief Kohanim and elders, he answered nothing. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he gave him no answer, not even one word. So the governor marveled greatly. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release to the multitude one prisoner, whom they desired. And at that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabba. When, therefore, they were gathered together, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release to you, Barabba or Yeshua, who is called Messiah? For he knew that because of envy they had delivered him up. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent to him, saying, have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered many things today in a dream because of him. Now the chief Quanim and the elders persuaded the multitudes to ask for Barabba and destroy Yeshua. But the governor answered and said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? And they said, Barabba. Pilate said to them, What then shall I do to Yeshua, who is called Messiah? They all said to him, Let him be crucified. But the governor said, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out exceedingly, saying, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that nothing was being gained, but rather that a disturbance was starting, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this righteous person. You see to it. And all the people answered, May his blood be on us and our children. Then he released to them Baal-Abba, but Yeshua he flogged and delivered to be crucified. Then the governor's soldiers took Yeshua into the praetorium and gathered the whole garrison together against him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They braided a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and a reed in his right hand. And they kneeled down before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! 
they spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they took the robe off him and put his clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. That was Matthew 27, verse 1 through 31, which concludes our reading for today. If you're reading through the Apostolic Scriptures twice this year, then you would also read Romans chapter 13. Thank you for listening, and I would like to apologize that this episode is coming to you a bit late. We have been struggling a bit over here with my six-month-old not sleeping very well. So thank you for your patience, and I hope in the future to not have any more delayed episode. Please, God. So I hope you have a blessed day and that you can keep these scriptures in your heart as you go about your, your doings in your day. My name is Sophia, and this has been Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom, until next time.